trending news right now. So what's happened in social media in the last 24 hours? Let's uh, speak to social commentator joining us from the UAE, Ade Kunle Owolabi. A thriving Thursday to you, Ade. How are you? Hi, Asanda. Um, I'm doing okay. Um, uh, and yourself? I'm good. Thanks so much for joining us. Great uh, to catch up. Let's go straight to it. Let's start with the hashtag budget speech. The finance minister addressed the nation yesterday in terms of our finances. Top of the list in terms of uh, total budget for each sector is going to go to learning, to education. 441.5 billion rand will be spent there. Your thoughts on that? Um, it's it, it, it's something that we were like really expecting, and and there've been quite a lot of uh, misreactions from the from the budget speech that was uh, um, shared, and it, it's something that we we feel like the government could do better, and 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 the oppositions, the trade unions, they think it is extremely disappointing budget um, speech and a repeat of the old promises and. This is something that um, uh, the social media people are saying. Then some think it's 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 what is okay. Some think it, but the most reactions have not really been a positive one. It's been negative. Then really losing faith in the minister, in the country, and in even in the 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 the, the accountability plan coming from the finance minister. All right. Also, I mean, in terms of tax revenue collections, there was an improvement. They they exceeded what was estimated. And also an additional uh, 12 billion rand was collected from the mining industry. The sentiments around corporate income and profits having been more resilient than anticipated, which the finance minister noted. Does that also speak to how our even president, government, looking to uh, the private sector to get assistance in terms of what government needs and the country needs to make sure that the uh, economy goes in the right direction towards the light? Um, fair enough, Asanda. You, you know, it, this is some, it's something good in numbers in terms of the revenue that was generated in the corporate sector. But there, hasn't, there was no plan as, as well on fixing the economy in terms of creating jobs. As we've seen recent protests, um, the, the Dula operation calling for jobs. But from the speech that the minister had shared, there wasn't any uh, plan, real plan, and there was no plan to fight corruption, and there even no plan to stop the leakages that have led to about um, about ten percent of the budget being lost um, to, to corruption. So p- the people wanted more than than what is being shared, and and that is also something of concern, mind you. The the um, SAB as well have actually big concern about the same tax too that the government was planning to introduce and it's it's, it's a matter of um of course there would be some that would be happy and there'll be some that that really would not be happy and and people are just concerned most importantly about the government's plan on creating that um, job that has been promised to them and talking about uh, what the people want, I mean, we had posed the question here on uh, Sound Awake in terms of what our listeners were looking forward to in that speech before it took place. The pro-poor 
sentiment came up quite a lot. On social grants, of course, this was touched by the minister. And we know that as far as South Africa, about 46% of the population depend on grants or they get uh, benefits of these grants. Old age uh, grants being increased by 90 rand. War veterans increased by 90 rand. Disability and care also increasing by 90 rand. Foster care increasing by 20 rand. Child support increasing by 20 rand. Do you think the people will be happy on this part? Uh, I think for, for, I mean, for those that, that are in, in that uh, bracket, they, they, they will be happy. And we should also know that um, despite the, the pandemic, there were some that got richer and there are some that are actually also uh, getting poorer. And there are some in in the middle of the line that can't just get get through the month. People have issues with debt after debt, and and businesses have collapsed. And and the the few jobs that we have in the in the economy, and some actually also lost it as well. I think with the social benefit figures that you just shared now, it, it of course it is going to bring some sort of relief to certain bracket of people, but the active part of the economy, they are still looking for employment. They are still looking for a way to get by. And those are somehow um, the, the critical part of the economy as well uh, that needs to be employed and that needs to be able to carry the economy further than where it is at the moment. Okay, the tough love on SOEs, state-owned enterprises, uh, where state-owned enterprises or companies that are underperforming have been cut off finally, with the exception of ESCOM. ESCOM is going to receive another 88 billion rand until 2025 to pay off its debt. How should this translate in terms of the implications this will have for the case with NERSA, where ESCOM is wanting to file and go ahead with getting higher tariffs? I think with ESCOM filing um, uh, requests, and we sort of used to it by now that this is where ESCOM tend to prove ways of generating more revenue. And of course, the government pumping money to ESCOM, um, it, it would, would have to get a return as time goes on. I think it's something that we we will have no choice because um, we will have to find ways to, to, to make this money back. And looking at um, the, 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 the caliber of, of, of um, the minister, Enoch Gudowana, you know, he's someone that is, he, he seems to be um, passionate about what he's trying to do with the economy. And he's actually doing this at a very critical time where South Africa is being faced with issues on unemployment and um, an economy that is also partially struggling, as some would say, but of course some do disagree. They think the economy is, is actually going down and considering the, the amount of tweets that are coming and people sharing their experiences on the rising cost of petrol and rising cost of food, even accommodation, and people have been trying to downsize for those who go to eat out, cannot eat out anymore, and, and those who actually just a lot of changes, lifestyle changes, and people have to adopt just from the changes of price of petrol only. And and this is something that we have to adjust and, and see how, how we will get by. We will have to listen to the, to, to the minister's plan and hope it works for all of us. Mm. 
Well, going to leave it there because there will be plenty of analysis throughout the show. Uh, I mean, throughout the station on SFM as uh, it has already started from yesterday. So let's talk now, uh, SA Twitter, mourning the death of the hip-hop musician and producer Ricky Rick, whose real name is Ricardo Macando, or Macado rather. Uh, this was quite shocking, uh, this news about his passing uh, allegedly via suicide because he was found by his friends in his house. When I first saw the, the news, I just thought, no, it's, it should be one of those dead by Twitter. And, and I was like, no, are you for real? Mm, I also we felt have really like that. Lost, it really lost, uh, we really lost a real bright light as been being described by a lot of people on, on social media. And, and the, 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 the messages, the tribute that are coming in, it, it's just really coming from a real shock for everyone. We were not expecting this. We were not ready for this. As many people said, this is just something that is really, really sad. And there have been a lot of calls, messages going online and, and actually asking people that, okay, um, uh, ease in the category of those that makes people happy. And, and often they don't usually know how best to address issues like this, especially when in the public, public eye. Whatever it is that might have led to this unfortunate incident, it has been really condemned and it's been really been, the, the, the shock is going all over the place and we can't get over over, over this uh, the loss of this um, great man. Yeah, at the age of 34. And so those who are, or who were close to him, who worked with him, had said that he suffered from depression for a while. Depression is a serious thing. It's, it's an illness. It is a disease. And some may say he looked happy in social media. But, you know, it's like I liken it to uh, a disease like cancer that is felt by the person who's going through it. It's them who are dying inside as much as they try and, care and stay strong around those they, that they love and those that love them will be there to support them throughout the different treatments should they go through that, throughout the times that they need to be you know, encouraged. There are people who love this person. There are people around them. They seem to be living you know, a good life. But the cancer is still eating you up inside and it's really for you to deal with and not so much about what's happening around you. What do you make of uh, the issues about, you know, now we're looking at what he's tweeted and how we want to read into those in terms of what was happening, but still having to understand that depression really does become something that the person is struggling with within, besides what's going on around them? It, it's, uh, it, it is that time that we we really need to, to come back together as, as human. We human first before our careers before every other thing out there. And I think we really do need to, to begin to look inward and, and try to offer um, uh, some sort of support to one another. And, and, I, and I think the virtualization of uh, human interaction also could play a part in it. And, 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 and the internet is meant to actually bring us together. And, and but uh, for some reason, it is actually affecting the social linkage between humans as well and and it's just, it's just something that um sadak as, as as an organization that has been actually been addressing anxiety and depression for a, a number of years and it, it's someone that i think they need to be a little of um, more campaign i know it's hard for people to actually come out to to get help we need to find ways on on how to address the issue of mental health and we've seen 
celebrities, ordinary people, um, people taking their lives, however, which, however it happens, even not even to the essence of taking their lives, but just not functioning the way they should function because of depression. It is real and mm. it can happen to anyone irrespective of your status or what have you. And we really need to come out and, and people also need to find ways to, to, to relate to one another and so that people can are comfortable in, in, in speaking about whatever issues that they have. Absolutely. And the continuation of this conversation is absolutely pivotal. According to SADAG, as you say, the South African Depression and Anxiety Group, men are five times more likely to die by suicide than women. Also figures from the World Health Organization as far back as 2019 in their global health estimates on suicide. South Africa is number three on the list in terms of the suicide rates uh, rates being at the top. You also mentioned, I mean, the examples of other uh, men who have taken their lives, who are in the limelight, and, and how this conversation needs to continue. What do, what, what do we need to do from here? We're going to share numbers. Childline is available for those who need help. SADEG is available for those who need help. What needs to be done? Uh, what, what, what do we need to do over and above talking? I think it, it is... Um it's quite important that we we need to to remember that we have to um there's so much pressure mm. in in real life there's pressure everywhere in beat be the the circumstances or the nature and we we need to be able to be that um first line of support needs to be people around you and 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 of course and and i, I do not want to entirely push this onto sadak's um responsibility but we need to begin to, to, to relate better with ourselves as human. Mm. And, and, and that is also very important. And because when we fail to do that, then it's, it's, it's affected the, 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 the chain of uh, conversation, the, the chain of relationship. And then it's, it's another thing for someone to feel comfortable to speak out. And it's another thing for someone to be a victim on unknowingly and, and, and all sort of things like that. And, and I do not want to blame anyone to say you've got pride or you don't want to speak, but there are natures, there are circumstances. And I would leave that to professional psychologists, obviously, to you to, 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 to get um, a better opinion on this. But I strongly believe that it begins with us. It begins with people around us yeah. and, and, and be that offer a pillar of support when, whenever that circumstances is happening to someone or another. A hundred percent. And that pillar of support is also available from Childline. We encourage people to do come forward and speak. Uh, Childline South Africa is a 24-hour helpline. It doesn't cost you to call them. You dial 116 or you can also get into the chat rooms online at childlinesa.org.za. Also, SADEG, available on 800 121 And we live in an era where everything is online, so you can literally Google these groups and get some help. And also, if you are identifying warning signs from the people around you, please get them help. Don't look the other way. Queen Elizabeth, let's move to the UK now. Um, Ade, uh, the British monarch, he's, she's cancelled her planned virtual engagements for Tuesday. We know she contracted corona. Um, and uh, But, I mean, with her old age also, I think she's on Struggle Street. Yes, it's, it's so it's so like shocking to to see that at that age she's ninety five year old now and and she get to contract coronavirus and 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 well we did we're told that she's recovering from this uh from the mild symptoms from, from the from the infection 
and we 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 do wish her a speedy recovery and 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 she's 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 tough and i think she would she would recover with time and i think the 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 idea of canceling this appointment is actually for her to also be able to focus on her recovery and be able to get better and it, it's it's quite um I mean, we've seen we've seen that this uh, COVID infections does have a, a different impact on on all the people, and we wish her a speedy recovery. Uh, she can recover as quickly as possible, yeah. and she can get on with her royal duties. All right, yes, and of course, talking UK matters. We can't uh, not touch on Russia a bit. Uh, the UK in their intervention, the latest one. I mean, after uh, shutting down those three oligarchs' banks accounts and the five banks that they've issued sanctions on, they've now, in the Russia-Ukraine debacle, are sending weaponry as support to the Ukraine. Your thoughts there? I, th- I think the, the, re- the reaction towards the issue in Ukraine, it's, uh, I wasn't really expecting it to be escalated to this level. At some point in time, we, we had thought maybe Russia is, is just doing this to get their, their, their attention of the world and because the all media is noses are on the, the issues between Ukraine and Russia right now. I think the the sanctions were necessary because they need to put pressure on, on, on Russia. The same thing with the United States. They actually trying to see how best to go around this. And with Russia working on its move as well, it's becoming like a game of chess now mm. and trying to see how to separate um, the people and divide Ukraine at the moment. And once that there's a confusion in in the country, then Russia might know how best to, 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 to approach them, to occupy Ukraine, if they still want to occupy Ukraine. Of course, and it, the, 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 the sanctions are necessary, but I, I still think there are ways of addressing this. That is why we have the United Nations. That way, that's why we have the European Union. And the, the conversation needs to needs to happen, even without um, the the obvious um, enemy of Russia. And I think the the more pressure that is being put on Russia, I, I doubt if it's work. But um, I mean, Macron have met with, uh, with with Putin, and and we're hoping there will be another meeting soon, um, and and we can see if they can have an olive branch, and everyone can 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 turn around and walk away from this. We cannot afford another world war. And that is what everyone is saying regarding this. Absolutely. And on that point, the U.S. ambassador is saying that we can't afford that war, that three million Ukrainians stand to face a humanitarian crisis should this issue not be resolved. All points, uh, all fingers pointing to Russia, though, as they are the ones to be called the bully. And the U.S. uh, on that point uh, making their own sentiments. If the response was, but now you, U.S., United States, are playing judge and jury, when you yourselves were involved in similar invasions, actions in Iraq and Afghanistan, what would the next point of uh, comment be from there if, if Russia did use that against the U.S.? I, I think with the the, the, the the issue between Russia and the U.S. Uh, comes uh, from way beyond time. And there have always been that rivalry between these two nations. And from power changing hands in the U.S., different um, relationship. And we have the former President Donald Trump. The relationship between Russia and the U.S. was sort of um, on the mending side. And when the Biden got into power, well, the agreements that we had with um, 
um, Donald Trump were actually undone. And, and that is not something good. So if we're looking at the, the issue there in Russia, um, I, think, I think the United States needs to take a few steps backward. And knowing that Ukraine is it's an ally to the United States, and, and, and that is why there's been a lot of media frenzy, there's been a lot of pressure from the U.S. Try, and sometimes there are so many messages that are being coming up accusing the United States, as you've, as you've quoted now, that they actually... Are we hearing more of the United States, even um, more than Ukraine? Because are we even hearing what is Ukraine saying? What do they want out of this and all of that? I think they need to let the EU block to address the issue first. And and knowing that the obvious um, elephant in the room there is the United States and not even necessarily Russia. But I strongly believe that um, the EU leaders are on top of this and they would definitely resolve this and it will not be escalated beyond what it is at the moment. Okay. Let's end on uh, coming back to the continent. Senegal, a new football stadium has been unveiled there. It's in honor of Abdullah Wade. That's it's a very good thing. And mm. I, I think, and also no surprise to see the, 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 the Turkish president uh, in Senegal and uh, the construction was done by, by a Turkish company. And Abdullah Wade, it's 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 a, it's a legend. It's a hero, hero of, uh, of of the country. And knowing the the role it's played in the in the, in the political and, and shaping the country, so it is indeed an, an honor for 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 the for the stadium to have been named after him. And this is this is something good. Knowing the time that Senegal also won the Afcon, it's a, it's something something um, of, of of notes to have to celebrate for them. And um, I mean, it's a beautiful infrastructure, and um, and and I think it's it's something to, to to look into, and and we 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 hope to to see many more uh, sort of development, and and the, and this particular structure in the stadium can be used for so many other things, as I said, and it's it's, it's nice. I look at it; the, the pictures look really look good. Mm. Well, that's a positive note that we're going to leave it on and uh, great things there for the economy as well as, I guess, sports development and youth uh, development as the stadium has been dedicated to the youth of Senegal. Yes, yes, it's, it's, it's good. It's actually nice. Okay. It's, I mean, it's part of the development for the country. All right. Well, thanks again for joining us. A, a thriving Thursday to you and have a, a great weekend. Thank you, Sandra. It's always, always good to, to, uh, to be here. Thank you. Thanks. Our pleasure. Adekunle Owolabi, social commentator, joining us from the United Arab Emirates to discuss what's happened in social media. That's in the last 24 hours. Some voice notes from your family.